everyone has a more reliable uh, way of pinging him. Yeah, I'm going to Slack, but we'll see. I feel like we kind of know what his position is, and we're basically going to like take that direction anyway, so... <laughs> Oh, Ben was going to try and make it. Hold on. Yeah, good Trevor here, just so we can tell him, yes, you were right. <laughs> I think it's like midnight for Ben, so I wouldn't be surprised if he just went to bed. Oh, true, yeah. Okay. I, I'm not sure we will get Trevor. I think it's actually um, mealtime in that house, and um, he, he, uh, he might be... It's only like 2 or 3 p.m. for him. He's in uh, Central, I think it is. That's four. Eh. Oh, so that's four. I know, I know, I know silly people who eat at four. So, you know, uh, it wouldn't be. <coughs> Utah's in Central time. I thought Utah was in Mountain time. I thought it was in Mountain time too, but I'm just guessing. So, okay, make it three. Yeah, yeah. I think it's three p.m. for him. Okay. Well, let's just move on. Um, so, I think everyone's up to speed with, uh, with the proposal. Uh, I don't know if we've got any uh, major dissenters here on this call. Um, does anyone have a, a good entry point into this discussion? Like, I can't remember where we left off, where it was getting difficult to discuss before. Well, no, I mean, I think that we're... Like the, the more that I think about it, the more that it, it'll probably work. I, I think that it's going to be a lot of extra work on the release engineers each week because they're going to be the ones who end up doing this cherry picking, um, at least at first. But um, I think that it can work and that we can get it rolling pretty quickly. I don't see any huge problems with it really anymore. Are you sure the release engineers for this stable branch are going to be doing it? Like... I still don't see like why the majority of them wouldn't just be done by the people who land those things. Well, because a lot of people land changes, and and not all of them even like know that this is happening or that this process is changing. Okay. And, okay. and we yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a little bit, yeah, but we we also don't want to increase the barrier to getting code in, right? So like well, new yeah. con new contributors and onboarding people, we don't want to make that like really difficult for them. Yeah. Also, I mean, in in practical for practical reasons, like we end up finding bugs in these patches when we do the releases anyway. Um, and a another thing that I was thinking about is that if we start doing releases every we all we already do releases like pretty much every week. If we if we make that sort of a standard policy, it makes a lot of sense to to just build an alpha release first because then all of the code that you're about to cherry pick goes into it, and then you'll find any kind of problems or anything that you need to back out on master, um, and then cherry pick over into stable and then do a stable release. So we'll get like a lot more alpha releases, I think. I really nice. don't want to cherry pick and then do a release. Like That doesn't seem like a good idea, trying to, to do it all in one shot. I feel that that's a good way to... like either get the releases really held up or run into weird things while you're trying to do a release and then it gets really held up, just generally. I mean, it, it might need to be that for a short term, but we still have, like, a buffer period until 3.0 hits anyway, and then we can switch over, so. I tend to agree that we don't want to pile this stuff up, um, but I, my opinion is that we just need that to be a role on the project, um, 
to cherry pick things up. Yeah. Because somebody's got to do it, and it's hard to actually like socialize that across all the collaborators. Yeah, the, yeah. The real problem is going to be in the when when you get out to the um, the, the the branches that are going to be very disconnected from master. Um, cherry picking is going to start to be really difficult, um, and it's going to take a bit of expertise and, um, and and deep knowledge about what's going on. Like even now, the, the change right, that's, that's probably mostly going to be LTS, right? Because that's going to be the only one that we're going to actively cherry pick to. That's like actually that disconnected. I, I feel Not anyways. necessarily because we already have that trouble now with Master and Next. Then, like, it's only how, how long has it been? A few months. But we, but we won't have that anymore, right? <laughs> That's what we're yeah. saying. No, no, no. But we will because because Next will be like our master, and and ma the master we have now will be like our stable release. And if we right, if but, but, we're, but we're what, what's changed in it enough that we can't that we can't backward though. So, so it couldn't be backward easily. Like buffer changes, sure. Um, but there's people who know very well how buffer used to work. Or does work currently, so. I I I can see us in the future like um, VA could decide to change things again um, as they sort of want to do, um, and then we get into a, a a situation where we have a bunch of patches on master that will be kind of difficult to cherry pick up to a stable, um, even like like disregarding LTS entirely. Like there'll just be work that has to be done to make the um, like the square peg of V8 version A fit into the round hole of V8 version B. Right, and like keep in mind, if we absolutely can't backport things, like if it just doesn't apply, then we don't apply it. We can't backport it. Like that's gonna end up how, being how it works. Because I'm sure there's buffer stuff that we're gonna do now that just, you know, we can't really backport because everything's changed. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I think. In, in all reality, though, like, if somebody's sending a patch for a specific bug in a version of Buffer, they're going to realize right away that the one in Master isn't the one unstable, and they're probably just going to send us a patch to the other branch, right? Um, I mean, if it's that different, and they want to specifically be in that version, right? Okay, like, at that point, does it matter? Because that's not going to be able to apply on Master anyway. We're never going to be able to PR that onto Master, because it's not going to no, work. No. I'm saying that's what we want, and, and that's why I don't yeah. think this is going to be such a huge issue on Master. Sure. Sounds yeah, good. and and I, and I yeah, and I, I think to the point about like the the branches that get way out of line with Master, like the LTS branches. The nice thing about that is that as as they get farther away, like as the amount of time increases, um, our our bar for what kinds of patches move over gets higher and higher, so we're not taking as many of those patches, right? Like, we're not taking every little feature addition into things from a year ago. So. Right. The, the only place I'd see us doing that is whichever the current stable is. Like, we should try to merge as much in as possible, like I tried to do with uh, 1.x, or at least as, a, like, an example. And, and also, I don't think that we're going to get in the situation that we have right now with Next, because we're going to be doing this cherry pick from Master to Stable every week in order to get a release out, right? Like, it has to happen before a release happens. So if nobody's been doing it for a week and we want to get a release out, somebody's going to do it, right? Uh, so, sorry, just for my own understanding here, uh, the weekly release is off of the beta branch, or is that off of, or like whatever master 
is at that point, or is that uh, a weekly release of the latest stable? Weekly release of the like the current stable. So okay. in this case, two point X. Okay. In the next case, three point X. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, I think the understanding is still to do like six weekish releases off of the next branch. I, I don't, but why, okay, like, if we if we have to cut a, re, if we're going to do a release of Stable, and we're going to be cherry-picking those patches from Master to Stable, why wouldn't we just kick off um, a Master release, like, every week? I mean, if it's, if it is mostly automated, why don't we just have Alpha releases every week? Okay, the, on, the only thing with doing releases every week from Master is it gets, like, it's already going to be tricky to, for us to version it. The only way we can realistically version this thing at this point is just to do a bunch of metadata. Um, which people are already not that happy about who who want to use it, um, and the thing is, like anything could break at any time. Um, that's kind of okay though, because if it does break, the only way that we're going to find out about it is if it's in a release. I mean, like we, I, I don't I don't mind having a hundred alphas in over six months. Yeah, but like, people still want to use this and want it to be like, you know, they can read the change log of what breaks, and other than that, like it's still going to be like reasonable for them to use it. Well, if you wait six weeks, that change log's going to be fucking huge, right? Um, because it's not just changes that are going in for the next release, it's all the changes that also land in stable, right? So the change log is yeah. huge if you wait that long. So if, if, if the point is to have a readable change log in between releases, you actually do want to do them weekly. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like a readable change log, but so just like a chain, a, a, like a list of the breaking changes. So you know, you, you already know it. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even saying um, that we necessarily need that list. I'm just saying that, like, whatever lands in there needs to be still, you know, not breaking the entire ecosystem because people will still probably use it. Like, if, if right. there's something that's going to like majorly screw over stuff, um, like it still needs to be like flagged or whatever for. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to have the same process that we have now around both Next and Master for making sure that stuff doesn't land that totally breaks things. But I, I do think that we're going to have cases just like we had um, in like the, the 2.x release where we we have some breaking changes that we thought were minor that ended up being actually like a lot bigger, and we didn't find out until we had a build. Um, so there's going to be an alpha that breaks some stuff uh, that we that we tell people about, and then we back it out, and we go, actually, we're not going to do that, sorry. Um, like I, I, I don't think that that's not going to continue to happen because there's certain things that we just don't know until we know. So back when back when I was younger and had the patience for this kind of thing, I used to use um, uh, the unstable version of Debian on my computer, and you do an an upgrade, an update, like every few days, and just stuff would break constantly, and you'd be constantly fixing stuff. And I had the patience for that, and I kind of enjoyed being on the cutting edge of it. Uh, there's no way I'd do that these days, but I still I know young people particularly that do, and there will always be people that are willing to live on that edge and willing to fix stuff that breaks and go through that process. It's going to be painful, and they're either going to put up with it because they love getting the latest and the greatest, or they're going to get sick of it, sick of it and move on. I think that's just how it's going to work. I, I agree, and I think one side benefit of building out that community of people doing that is that 
they're going to start to depend very little on native modules, if at all. So they're going to like slowly bring a yeah. lot of the ecosystem that direction. And, like in particular, there's a couple native modules that have alternatives in pure JavaScript that are really common in the front end right now. And the front end community really wants all these new JS features. So if we start getting them taking these alpha releases, they're going to move all of that tooling off of native modules, which is going to help solve a lot of the ecosystem problems. Yep, that would be an interesting side effect. What exactly are you trying to say there, Chris? Because, like, if we only... So, if, for versioning the sort of dev or master, whatever we call releases that come off of that, um, the branch that we're putting, like, everything into. Um, and so, if we, do, if we do, like, the first release of it, and then stuff breaks in the next release, what part of that version do we increment? We can't in increment the major, because that's going to screw Can't up. We? I mean, so like the two proposals have Yeah, but the thing is, no. if we implement that major, then if people are trying to check against majors, then there's going to be that major there, and then somewhere else down the line, there's going to be another major for when we actually cut that, and it's going to make no sense at all. I mean, we can just call them alpha, right? Like, that's that's what okay. the, the build metadata yeah. is for, right? So you just call it alpha 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. And what, what people end right. up doing is that, like, if we come up with a code name for that, right, we can call it, like, you know, Iridium 25. And people are like, oh, rad, 25 landed with fat arrows. And people, like, get into it or whatever. And, and half of the time they don't give a shit. But then we get that major increment in the alpha range, and people just think of it in the alpha range until, you know, and, until we have a new code name when we end up, you know, doing a major bump. Yeah, so that, that was, there were the uh, two proposals for that. I didn't know that we had come down on either one of them. Uh, they're the, the Dominic side of uh, bump majors on the master version. I mean, no matter what the, like, and the uh, Trevor uh, version where it's bump alpha on the master and then only uh, increment the major once and only when merging into stable, cutting a stable. Um, and I didn't know if we had like landed on either side of that or. I, I mean, I don't. Uh, I have it. With what yeah, you I have it. Saying. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> Damn delay. I keep like going. I was going to talk. I think Trevor's plan assumed like Trevor's versioning scheme, and I don't know if Dominic's like versioning scheme would actually work with this plan that we're talking about. I think that we kind of have to take those two things together. I think I, it would kind of work, but it would get very confusing. <laughs> So I think the um, like the, the the one rule is that um, only one branch can like across all all of these proposals is that only one of these release lines has control over uh, the major version, and then like and only uh, each release line can have one major version at once, basically. Um, so you end up with master has control of two right now, or sorry. Stable has control of two right now. Um, master or beta next has control of uh, three. And um, LTS has control of 12 and uh, 10 right now on the various, like, LTS, maintained LTS maintenance. Or uh, LTS, stable LTS maintenance. But, like, they each have their, um, like, control over a single major. And that's how you keep the assemblers from bumping into each other. In the in the LTS plan, we actually explicitly state that if there's a a change that we have to put in, like a security fix that is actually a breaking change, then we would force it through as a minor version 
um, anyway. So I, that's possible. Yeah, and I think the just between the two, um, like I'm, I'm not sure that there's any the, the the confusion that came out of bumping major continually on uh, the beta channel was that uh, it would obscure breaking changes. It would obscure Sunbur as it came down because um, we would have to pick, like, we would merge a couple of patch things, a couple of minor things, and then a major thing would land on the beta branch and just erase all that uh, and have to bump major, and we would lose all that metadata immediately. So, I didn't know if we have, so, it sounds like we've come down on uh, just an integer alpha number that increases over time. Yeah. It could be a date-based one, like alpha dash, or alpha dot, you know, and then the date, the reverse date string. Sortable. Yeah. Well, one thing we really didn't get into with that whole versioning thing is that if we're dramatically increasing the major version number that way, we, we really don't have a good way to do deprecations in, in that we're saying however many major lines in between warning and actually removing something and, and hold that whole thing. So that's another sort of reason why we would not want to do that. Also, it gets really confusing because six weeks doesn't fit into... Like, we'll have, we'll have we, years where we have... Um, one more, and the other years would be like one less than the previous year. Um, it, it would like switch. So sometimes you get I don't know what the exact number is. It'd be like seven version bumps, and then six version bumps, and then seven and six and onwards. Because yeah, yep. uh, <clears throat> the whole deprecation issue um, is something I think we need to spend a little bit more time on. You know, because <laughs> deprecating one feature might not have as much impact as deprecating an another. Uh, and do we want to uh, just have a single policy for all deprecations, or do we want to actually um, break them somehow? Um, I think they should be case by case. I, I mean, I think our process should be determine extent of impact and then offer a plan for deprecation instead of a hard line like, this is how we deprecate everything. I think we should have, like, a policy to handle them case by case based on, you know, a couple things, basically, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And if, if, if we do that, then one is maybe, like, two ways of handling it. Say if we have a soft deprecation, which is it can happen in between LTS releases. Um, whenever a major bumps it, you know, it, 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 we merge in after six months, it, it, that thing goes away. It's a minor thing. If we have a hard deprecation, that's something that would be that you'd have to wait one LTS cycle. So that's something that we know is going to have a much stronger impact. It has to wait until um, the following LTS before that can happen. I think if, if we broke it down that way, but handle each one case by case and categorize them somehow, I think. That's well, I, I think um, the current plan basically states that you know, we don't even land it in master until we've, like, like a real deprecation, not just a warned deprecation. Um, we don't even land it there until the impact of it is really close to zero. Like, we've actually gotten rid of most of the usage of that in the ecosystem. Um, so, and then it would only land between majors, right? So then, and, and, you, and I think we already have in the plan, too, that there has to be a soft cycle warning for an entire major cycle before that. But the rest of the plan is kind of case by case because it might take longer. Um, it may take way longer to get rid of certain, like, usage of APIs rather than others. Like, I think the last time that I checked, Chris, you were going to 
try to deprecate sys, right? And you were going to yeah. walk through the impact and, and do the whole plan. So I think that we're still planning to do that, right? Yeah. So, so basically it's like, okay, so we think we might want to deprecate this. Then we go and look at, like, the ecosystem. Can we even deprecate it? If we, will, if we think we can or think we can start, we, you know, do some dark stuff and then start messaging it and then... We keep checking, and eventually, if it, if it gets to the point where, like, oh, it's beneath this threshold, we can actually issue a, a deprecation and, like, notice in the code, so you tell that deprecate and then go from there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that sys is a great one of these because we've been we've been putting out warnings for the sys module being deprecated since, like, 0.4, um, but its usage has just been too wide still <laughs> to get rid of, so this will be a really good test case, I think. So, uh, you know, okay. So, understanding we have this process, and we're going to, you know, do this uh, this uh, kind of social engineering effort before we actually deprecate. Um, is there a risk of some major piece being deprecated right before an LTS is cut, or in, in where right before is within three months? Could that kind of I thing happen? I don't. I don't think so, right? Because if we're doing these alpha releases pretty often, one of the reasons that we'd want to, one of the ways that we'd want to check the impact is to put it out in that alpha cycle for a while. Like, um, and we can even we we can even create in the policy some amount of time where it's in the alpha releases before it it actually lands in a major. And barring the, the first LTS, um, the they will all have they will all be coming off a stable branch that has been out there for six months anyway. Right. So, We've got a lead time anyway. Okay. Okay, then I'm good with that. All right, sounds good. So, Rod, Rod, you said that you still had a concern that some of the branches would be way out of line with master and that this would get really difficult. Do you still have that, that concern? Uh, it's just going to be a fact of life. I'm, it's just about um, the difficulty of cherry-picking things across. And it's like, it'd be like taking a, a, bug, a bug fix in uh, in... Master, in the current master and applying it to 0.10. Like, that kind of thing is going to be there. But I think over time, the LTS group will just be used to that and, um, and yeah. we'll have process for doing that. I don't, like, once once you get to that level, I don't think either plan or any plan we have is really going to avoid that with just, like, how stuff is yeah. developed <laughs> around this ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about process and getting used to it. Well, also, one of the nice things here is that you can structure it so that you're not having every LTS branch cherry-pick from master. What you're doing is that you're looking at every prior major release and using that as a filter for the things that you're even considering taking, right? So you're actually cherry-picking. When you take an 0.10 fix, you're actually cherry-picking it from the 0.12 LTS line. So you know that it made it through that. And then you're not going to take you know, a bunch of those because they're feature additions or whatever. You're only going to take the critical fixes. So there's a bit less work there. And if there was some kind of major change that had to be made for 0.12, that may be really close to the change that had to be made for 0.10 anyway. So um, an idea I had was, that, um, I can't remember where I mentioned this one, but um, if we have a tag for each uh, for each active branch and we apply those tags to incoming changes, it's like, and the tag is like land on you know, 4 or land on... Um, you know, whatever, whatever the versions are, because I have major versions, um, and then we can easily develop tooling to walk through all of the pull requests, look at those tags, and make sure that they've landed where they're supposed to land um, before a release comes out. You can run this thing and say, "Have I have has everything been landed here that was supposed to be?" 
Um, and that even so that would alleviate some of the problem of um, like even now of having um, changes that don't get propagated through. So we could, just because we've missed them, the, the process doesn't hasn't picked up. Also, you could put in the PR just um, some information from the tooling that says if it if it just applies cleanly or if it's going to take work. Well, that'd be interesting, yeah. Okay, I think I think we're all agreed, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, now, are we going? Do, do we do we f uh, imagine that we are going to be pulling in V8 as quickly as we can into master? Yeah. I mean, why don't we just like let's cut the the two X branch now and then land all of the the next changes and get rid of the next branch like as soon as possible. I think that might be a little bit confusing. We might want to, you know, spend a little bit of time messaging that to collaborators first. And maybe sort of do it and coincide with when we actually uh, cut or release 3.0 then. I guess it might be better to do it soon if you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it makes that whole process a lot yeah. simpler. And we I, we really don't want to tie this to the next major cycle because yeah. then we, we, we allow it to get caught up. I, but but because we have so many patches targeted at Master that might not apply cleanly, we should maybe we should do a push um, like Monday, Tuesday to get uh, PRs in um, like as soon as possible. <laughs> I would so, say so the state of 3.0 is that I, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's... It's pretty much code complete. Um, I, I, the latest RCs have been, they could be releases. Um, and it's just Nan and I have been working very hard on the documentation for that um, in the last couple of days. So we could actually push out a, um, uh, a 3.0 anytime we wanted to. We could push it out now, it's just that we wouldn't have a Nan to match it. Um, so we can move forward here. I think that now that we're moving to this cycle where we're doing a bunch of alpha releases and we're messaging those and we have this long cycle where you can test stuff out, it would be nice if we land all this in master and do that for a month or so and just show everybody that there are these alpha releases for 3.0, use all your stuff, and we, we have this cycle of messaging before we're saying before we're stamping it and pushing it off to the into this when we're saying 3.0 is now the current release and, and moving on to what is essentially 4.x in the master branch. Yeah, I, I, I think actually the sooner we do this, it's going to be easier for the converged release as well. So um, rather not push it off for too long. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, in fact, Definitely like think, I, you know, I mean, like, would would it be would it be okay? I think that we should have a converged 2.x release. So we should apply all these changes from next into master apply the convergence to master, cherry pick that into stable, and then do an, like, an alpha release of three and a stable release of two that are called Node.js that actually have all the converged stuff in them. That would be... What? Called Node.js. Called Node.js, yeah. So that means we have to go and rebrand everything? It's uh, It was one commit the first time that we rebranded everything. It's probably going to no, be... Well, you're chasing up a lot of stuff. Right. Well, I mean, so because it's um, only a minor release, we can't deprecate any API, and I would consider the IOJS binary to be API. So we actually should not do a release that doesn't have the IOJS binary in it for 2.x. Even this if we're calling it really confusing. I don't. I don't really understand. Like, why? Why do you want to do this? And 
I, I would say not doing that for the two two X. I mean, I, I have no problem if we want to you know um, move forward on on a two X release that brings the the, the zero twelve features in, but still calling it IOJS. If we do a the the three O um, beta or alpha, whatever we want to call it. I have no problem doing the rebranding there. What we talked about was the converge was going to be on the next major after IOJS, so that that makes sense. But trying to do any kind of rebranding in the two X stream just is not going to work. Wait, um, Michael, is is this just like concern that we're going to break everything because of V eight changes in three point oh? No, no, no. The, it's just an, we just want to get this out as soon as possible. And if we end up going, well, actually, like we want to wait a little bit longer for native modules to catch up, or actually this or that. Like we've we found a lot of reasons to push out the next major, and I don't want to continue to hold up the the convergence, waiting for quote unquote the next major. I don't think it ever has really been. No. So okay, this is the way I see it. Um, the the three is coming out. Any day now, hopefully next week, um, and that has that has the biggest breakage, but it also carries NAN two, which is forward compatible with um, Chrome uh, V eight four point five. However, we're not going to have timing to bring in four point five anyway because it's not going to be stable till September. But we want to get um, the new converged stuff out before that. We're aiming for August, um, like which is just around the corner. So. Um, my suggestion is that we simply we get three out. It's going to have a little bit of life for people to start scrambling, updating their native modules, and then next month we get a Node version four out, which is bumping major, but not actually. And and the breaking changes that it brings in really are just the feature additions for convergence. They're not. I don't think there's any true breaking changes there, but we're bumping major anyway to get the for convergence. So wait, so uh, hold on, I'm trying to back up a little bit. So in this plan, are we doing IOJS 3.0 alphas in the meantime, or are we is the first alpha release that we do of 3.0 going to be called Node.js and be converged? They're, they're, we're already doing release candidates for 3.0. Yeah, I okay. So first off, all build metadata doesn't matter. Like um, it, it all equals a totally incompatible same version according to Simbear. So we can call them whatever we want. We don't have to back off from release candidates. Um, and they haven't been release candidates, as you've said a couple times. They've been really unstable. Um, like they I are think now. We, they are now. I, I've managed to get everything up to date. So the last two, okay. four, and five. Okay, okay. So, so, but we still don't, like, there haven't been builds that are usable for people to actually use and update their modules yet. We know that it takes forever for people to both update their native modules and get all their depths and depths of depths to take them. So I don't think that we want to push out another current release where we haven't even given people builds that, given people builds where they can start updating for, like, a month or so ahead of time, right? Like, there hasn't really been any way for people to, to start this process until today, and if we're going to say, oh, well, we had release candidates, now we're going to call it stable. Like that no, but we've never had that. There's, there's never been a point at which we've had non-current releases that people could use. In, so Node.js had, like, an entire year and a half of an, an 0.11 branch, right, where people could pull it down and try to get their stuff working with it. We've never had that in IOJS when we were bumping the major all the time, but the reason that we stopped doing that was because we were breaking all this stuff all the time, right? Right. So so given the user base of IOJS is quite small, and the kind of people that are using IOJS are the kind of people that, be, that were using 0.11, that's what we should be considering IOJS now. It's our chance to get releases out there 
that have the breakage that give people the opportunity to fix it. That's my concern now about fitting in the right window to get this LTS out in October. We really need to get Node converged out in August. Um, so if we can get a 3.0 out for IOJS now, then that's the that's our zero eleven to you know start giving people the opportunity to start upgrading before we push out a converged in late August. Okay, so w whether we're going to call it IOJS now or Node.js now or later or whenever, we have to start thinking about the messaging around this now and what we're putting out in the community now, and not and not think about it as IOJS messaging or Node.js messaging. Because if if we if we put out a 3.0 of IOJS right. now and then in a month we the convergence happens and we call it Node.js, we're going to call it Node.js 3.2, um, but it's still not going to be usable no, no, because none of your native modules will work, right? We call it Node.js 4. So now, so now we're now we're going to do another no, major bump. Yep. Yeah, that was the plan all along. Yeah, that, I don't think that that works. Like, I mean, no. the next major bump is supposed to take six months. <laughs> I mean, what? Like, we're going to bump the major just. We're going to bump the major just just for hold, hold on. So, are are we going to bump the major just to call it Node.js? Is what you're saying? And, no, and all, and bring in the converged stuff. So there's actually a lot of stuff going into the converged repo that is not in IOJS. So that's that's what we're bumping major for. Right, right. Yeah, but no, why can't why oh, can't okay. we land that in three? Hold hold on. Let's make this really easy. We'll we'll land um Rod's process dot release thing where the name is IOJS, and then we'll have to break that to turn it to Node.js. Then all of our problems will be solved. <laughs> that's a bit sneaky. So we we just said though that we're going to so, land all of that converged code onto three. No, we didn't. You did. Oh, I thought that that's what James said. Yeah, I mean, if we end up landing the the converged stuff, because I mean, the changes themselves actually haven't proven to be as significant as first imagined. I mean, we have the INTL stuff, we have the the possible you know the cipher list stuff, and that's basically it. I mean, there's there's a few minor, a few other minor things, but the changes aren't huge. Um, if we landed those into three, then yes, we could probably reconsider um, the the requirement of having to do a major bump to do the converged um, uh, release. We, could we we may be able to do that within the three X um, time frame. The question, though, comes if if we have a an IOJS three, and then you know it's like IOJS three point two, and then we do a Node three point three. Uh, what happens to things like the IOJS binary in that? Um, like I like was mentioned, that's part of the the API, so we'd have to keep that around. Uh, there, there, there just gets to be some some uh, uh, little bit of weirdness in there if we do a rename in the middle of the three X stream. And the other so, thing is, we're, we're currently on NPM two, and NPM three uh, is kind of a breaking change. Uh, like it's going to break for people, and I'm not going to say that. Really Sorry, it's definitely a breaking change. Yeah, there's no, there's no kind of definitely, definitely, definitely a breaking change. Uh, in in the past, we've had the policy of saying, oh, well, whatever, npm can change it, we'll just pull it in. But this one is is not, <laughs> not that easy. So, the, if, uh, having a four, a node four, would be a chance to pull that in. So I, I'm just trying to understand this. What is the reason that you want to release 3.0 as stable now rather than releasing 3.0 alphas? So that we get more to people get, using 3.0 because, like, it's very serious changes. Do, we need do we, to okay, we okay. need to put we need to put pressure on 
the native module ecosystem right now so that when um, the converged release comes out, that's not the point where everyone says, oh, look, everything is broken. We want the converged release to at least have some uh, some lead time in updating stuff. So I want to treat 3.0 like we were treating 0.11. It's simply a, um, like, it, we're, we're, we're seeding the ecosystem with, with you know, builds that people can use. So, um, okay, so a couple things about that. One is that if we called it Node.js 3.0 alpha, more people would use it than if we called it IOJS stable 3.0. So if the you point... If the, yeah, yeah, I mean, if we're talking... I mean, if the reason to call it, like, like, like if we're getting... If we get a build out, people can technically use it, right? If you're talking about marketing to get more people using it, then the, the best way to get the most people to use it is to actually do the convergence on 3 and release well, it. Just okay, no, how about this? We can do both. So how about we leave IOJS without the converged stuff um, and then and start doing proper Node.js alphas off the converged repo. And then that, that actually also gives us the chance to fix our build system up. So we've got build system changes that need to come through for us to be able to release from there, um, like, like actually publishing to the Node.js.org site, and which we can't right. do properly from our current build system. So we can do both. And, then, and that way we get even better coverage. Those people are using IOJS put pressure on, and, and anyone that wants to use these alphas can do it. So, um, so, so doing both. Um, so that that mean doing both an IOJS 3 release and a Node 3 release? You mean 4.0 alphas? Because I think this makes sense for 4.0 alphas, um, but I'm not sure about, like, IOJS. Why, why would it not make sense for 3? Because they're not alphas of 3, because we know 3. There is no three. <laughs> How is there no three? No node. There, there can't be a node three if we're going to break like the binary name. So well, there's no, no it, node it, three. No, no, there's no, no. IOJS three, and there's going to be a node four. Hold, hold on, hold on. So, so hold on. Let's let's just unwind this a little bit. So, um, one is that we we don't want to step on version numbers. So, if we're going to do an IOJS three and a Node.js three anything. When we version those, they need to basically be the same thing. Um, now, this 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 whole IOJS Node.js thing is kind of a red herring because, like, I don't see why we can't just install a Node binary and then do a symlink from IOJS like we've been doing for the Node.js side anyway. Like, there's there's no reason not to. Then we don't break anything. So I think that that's totally solvable without any other changes. Uh, Chris Dickinson just said Windows. Yes, but. Again, we're if we're moving to 3.0 alphas, then we then we can break stuff and we can introduce breaking changes into so, IoT. Michael, look, Michael, I feel like the waters are being extremely muddy here now. Can you can you back up and explain what what you are trying to achieve here? What's what's the concern with the with the plan as it's proposed, which is getting a 3.0 of IoJS out now, and then getting a 4.0 of Node.js out uh, in a month in a month? Because we're okay. So first off, we're we're doing major bumps on a much faster schedule than we've talked about before. No, no, we're doing it once. So what's the problem with doing it once it's for a special one-time thing that's been in the plan from the beginning, uh, Michael? I mean, we we, when okay. we had the converged plan in there. We we had this notion of the first converged Node.js IOJS was would be one mm -hmm. major higher than whatever IOJS was at that time. Um, well, also, hold on, hold on. So as we're talking about this, are we still keeping them in separate repos, or are we, like, finally just on yeah. the same repo in the same branches now? Separate repos. Converge? Oh, repo. God, can we just get into the same fucking repo? 
But yeah, that's that's another. Four point will come from the Node.js slash Node repo. Yeah. So the it, it, if if we do three right now and keep that named as IOJS, the end of August when we're ready to say okay, we're converged. Basically, IOJS three merges into the converged repo under Node.js uh, node, right? We have all of our the the, the commits there from the zero dot twelve, and that becomes the stable. Right. So we, we had we had a bunch of reasons for creating a different repo and not renaming before, especially because of the old release policy and it was going to not be that big of a deal. Now I think that we're lining all up to all these things be landing in master and all the PRs and, and issues targeted there. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't just rename io.js to slash node once the convergence happens and just target it at the same repo. And not well, if you can guarantee that no links whatsoever will break from anything. Um, I mean, that's what, that's why, that's how that exists. I mean, did they break when we moved the org? Well, it's it's any existing links to the existing Node.js dash node would break. One of the problems. With, oh the problems yeah, but, with, okay, yeah. One of the problems with moving with moving repos, and this this is not obvious when you do it. Like the web stuff redirects nicely. None of the API stuff works. You can't do API queries on old um, metadata. It doesn't redirect. And that's annoying for tooling. And I've got a lot of tooling now that's doing API calls to look at issue metadata, and it doesn't work. So I, I'm, I'm fine with saying that, like, IOJS is it's a piece of history. And we may want to revive it even some point, but it's it's a repo. And you want to start filing stuff against IOJS, we'll do what we're doing now with um, the converge repo and saying, well, this is not the correct place to file it. You should go over here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael, I definitely see what you're saying as far as messaging is concerned. Um, you know, coming out with it with an IOJS three and it, you know, not as many folks are gonna use it unless we you know, uh, until we actually call it node, right? Um, when node four that first converge release comes out, that's probably going to be picked up by a hell of a lot more people than an IOJS 3. Um, but, I, you know, that, that that's the process we've had. Um, we, we defined from the very beginning of, of how we were going to do this and have that, that one-time, very quick, semper major bump. And, and then from there, the regular process takes over, and we won't be bumping it nearly as quickly. Um, so, so, I mean, I think it works. In terms of like marketing, why can't we have like the website then like the nodejs.org website more clearly state and like just like spread the word better that like this we're, that 4.0 is going to be the next Node.js release for sure and it's going to have whatever was in 0.12 and but it's going to be based off of this IOJS 3 and if you're interested you should be able to you should be testing that cuz that's going to be Node. Yeah, that's uh, can, like, that's not really super clearly messaged right now, except for like on the IOJS repo. Title. When, we, when, we, when we're referring to it, we could call it IOJS three slash Node.js four alpha. Like we could just call it that for the for the period of three. Anything <laughs> at all? Um, yeah, I, I definitely think that on the website we can do a much better job of of describing this. Um, it was something it's something that I've kind of had on my to do list, but I wanted to figure out what our where this discussion was going to go as far as the releases are concerned. I think we need to add something to the site that just talks about this is the short-term plan for getting the next LTS out. 
um, this is going to be the release process. This is these are the exact steps, and here's when to expect it to happen. Uh, we need to get that documented very clearly and on the Node.js.org website. It'd also be great if we can get that on the IOJS website. If that's not already pointing to uh, Node.js. So I I have two concerns. I'm I'm not going to have them block anything, but um, I I do want to get them out there. One is that the convergence has already taken a lot longer than any of us thought originally, um, and all of our early timelines had us like already having it out. And one of the reasons that it got so delayed is because we the way that we've been just getting all the IODS releases out has been really problematic, and we've had all these problems with Next. So now we're fixing that, but we don't know for sure that this new release plan is going to work without a hitch. And my concern is that like now we're like the the convergence stuff because we've complicated it and because we have these parallel tracks going on, it's just going to get deferred even longer while we work out all of this new release plan stuff. So that's 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 the, that's the first concern, and it feels like way more complicated that we're going to persist these two repos for even longer, right? Um, the, the second is that like it, we we are already credibly merged as a project in terms of governance, and if we're talking about things like how long we have an alpha out for you to download and for you to mess around with it and get the ecosystem up to date and doing stable releases that people can actually reuse, we lose a lot of credibility continuing even as IOJS doing these releases that are major that we point people at that they actually can't use that nobody's updated their name modules on. So if we if we want this for stability for being called Node in the future, we should act like it now, even if we're just calling it IOJS. Yeah. Right? So, so I, 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 I just don't see the argument here for calling 3.0 not an alpha release for the time being and calling it a stable release. Okay. Because we're not following so, the policies that we're trying to lay down for the future. Here's, okay, here's the problem with that, and it's it's largely... Okay, there's two problems. First of all, we're not converged in the IOJS repo. There's a bit of work to do that. The converged work has been done in the Node repo, the new Node repo, and that is not... It's not a continuation of IOJS, because it doesn't have the name, and there's a whole lot of stuff that's different. We've been set up for having IOJS and converged Node. We're not set up for putting them into one thing. Um, the other problem is that we don't have the build tooling in place. The way the, the plan that we've been following has been to do IOJS to the point where we start being able to get converged um, releases out. So uh, I and others on the build team have not been focused on getting the build, build system ready to do releases from the converged um, node, from the converged repo. Um, right, right. And so, but that's, that's why I'm... Wait, wait, Michael. No, no, wait, wait, wait. So even if we wanted to start calling them node alphas, and, and even if we pulled them out of the IOJS repo, we can't do it because we're not set up to... We can't connect to the, uh, the old uh, the node.js.org site with our new build system. So there's a lot of tooling in place that can't do it, and that would delay getting the conversion release out because we're suddenly having to push 3.0 out. So, so let, let, me, let me separate those, those two build issues, right? So one is that the build stuff isn't set up to be pointed at the other repo, and the other repo isn't set up on the build stuff. The other issue is the website, okay? So I can work to get the website, like, in order uh, and make that happen by the time that we're ready for this to go out, right? No, um, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Like, I mean, a lot of it is... Like, right, right, exactly, exactly. So if, if the complication is that we have two repos, then why don't we just do the convergence without having two repos and converge on IOJS and do the rename. Because you're going to be holding up 3.0. We can get 3.0. No, we're not. We're doing alphas. We, we, look, we can get like, 
We can get it out now. We can't even get alphas out. If you want to rebrand and do convergence with alphas, we can't get that out now. We're going to have to defer that for a few weeks while we get everything ready. Hold, hold on, Rod, Rod. Today, merge everything into master, do an IOJS 3.0 alpha 1, okay? When the convergence lands and when all the renames land, it's Node.js 3.0 alpha 29 or whatever the hell we're at, or you know, how, however many releases that you want to do with master between now and then. So we're not we're not holding we're not holding any of the IOJS releases up for the convergence. Exactly the same thing in the reverse. We can do the same thing with the current plan, which is we get IOJS three out, we start working on in parallel on getting the converged releases ready, like actually being able to push stuff out of there. We we turn on a button to get nightlies out of there, and we start pushing alphas of 4.0 out of the converged release at the same time. They don't have to be released at the same time as anything we do on 3.0, but we start pushing code out. Even just one would be enough, and a 4.0 alpha. So, so we, can do, I, we can do that now. Yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to, you know, uh, once 3.0 is out, we, re we rebase the, the um, um, or, or merge that back into um, the Node.js node, the converged repo. And then we land the INTL and cipherless changes and whatever else needs to happen there and, and cut the first node for release. Alpha, whatever. Alpha. Wait, 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 hold on. Why don't we, is there a reason not to take all of the Intel stuff um, as a PR against IOJS 3.0 now? Like, no, so after because we actually need it in IOJS due yeah, to other issues. So, I mean, these changes are not going to be huge. Um, what's required for versions is not going to be huge, and we can land some of those things in, in IOJS uh, 3, um, but we, we don't need to just collapse everything down to one repo just yet. Um, I see what you're saying, Michael, but I think we can, we, can, we can still accomplish the same thing with the separate repo, and then once we do start cutting those releases off, Node.js Node, then we just push developers over there and point them there and say, you know, go land things there. Um, I, I do see what you're saying about wanting to do this, and I, and I do agree that the sooner we can start calling it Node, the better, as far as the community is concerned. I just don't think we need to change. We can release a 3.0 of IOJS, and that's the only 3.0 we release of IOJS, and we move straight away to the doing the alphas off uh, of Node. And um, and that way we have the best of both worlds. We've got people who are using IOGS upgrading, and it's actually a legitimate version. People can we can tell people you should be comfortable using this. It's a proper version of of Node, really. Um, and if you don't like the brand, then fine, just wait, and then we'll get start getting alphas out or nightlies or whatever we want to call them. Out well, of, um, the, very long, so. Yeah, and we start getting them out, getting them out of the the new repo uh, in fairly short order once we got the build stuff and the website stuff sorted out. And we, we have the best of both worlds. We have a stable version out there, 3.0. You can use that in your production now. It's fine. And then we start getting these alphas out of the converge repo. I disagree that we should only have one release of 3.0 because there's inevitably uh, something that's going to break that we're going to need to patch. I, I'm, 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 I'm just pushing it to the extreme for the example. Like, we don't... Like, just pretend it's okay. all perfect. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, so, so this, this didn't address my concern about the actually following the process that we're trying to set up for the future while we're calling it IOJS. But, um, Rod, so would it be, just, just answer if it would be easier or more work, if we, as we're preparing all of this work, if we land the Intel stuff into IOJS Master, and then we, we can even land the, the rebranding. Like, as long as we still have an IOJS, like, accessible somewhere, 
Um, I don't see why we can't, like, nobody cares if they download a thing called IOJS and it has some node branding on it. Um, we can, like, and if we think about this as the last thing to do is change the build to sign differently and the last thing that we do is change out the website, then we're not blocking all of this on getting everything lined up in this parallel repo that that way fewer people are working on than IOJS. And then once the things land in master on IOJS, everybody's working on them and, and making them better and contributing. Sure, you've just described the plan we've always really had. Because we've Microsoft already landed stuff from the more than IOJS, yeah, yeah, because now you don't have to set it up on this, on this, I mean, maybe you're doing some work in the parallel repo just to get the PRs ready to master on IOJS, but you're not having to set up the build infrastructure on this separate thing. Well, all you're doing is, you know, pr at some point you'll change the build infrastructure to call it Node.js after everything else has happened, and you'll change it to point at this other website after everything else is done. Uh, so, to, put, to be honest, I don't care, like, where the, all this stuff happens from. All I care about is getting a 3.0 out now so that we can start giving people time to adjust. And, I, and, I, and even, I don't even really care what that's called. I just, we just <coughs> I want to get something out that is legitimate enough so that people who have objections to upgrading their native modules because it's called an alpha. I've had that, like, this happens a lot. Um, and it happened in 0.11. People would, we, when we went out there with NAN and we started saying, you need to use NAN, this new thing, and it's going to give you 0.12 compatibility. We went through on 0.11 and there was, a, there was a large proportion of native add-on authors who would not touch a thing until 0.12 is out. They'd say, oh, that's great, but I'm not going to do anything until 0.12 is out um, because 0.11 is, you know, it's, it's unstable. Um, I want to have a thing out that we can say is stable. And IOJS is stable. People know that. And people have upgraded their native add-ons to match um, IOJS even if they don't use it. Um, and having a 3.0 makes that legitimate and people will start upgrading. If we start going, if we push it out and say, okay, the, these, the, the changes are coming in this alpha of Node, people are going to say, I'm going to hold off until the real thing comes out because this thing could change. Um, there's, there's this legitimacy problem. Um, I just want to get that out now and I want to have it legitimate. I actually had a similar problem, but somewhat of the inverse, where when we put out 2.0, um, some of the module out there were just saying, oh, I'm going to skip this one because I just got 1.0 IOJS working. I don't care enough. I'm just going to wait until you guys do a 3. So. But in this case, the, the messaging is going to be when you upgrade your native add-on to, to work with IOJS 3, it is going to be compatible with a Node 4. Right. This, is, this is the compatibility step, and it's, and it's effectively that alpha, like you're saying, uh, and maybe we do need to work on the branding issue, the, the messaging issue around that, but that's what it is. It's a, it is an alpha for four in, that, in the native add-on sense, and that can be the way we push it. And I, what we will do, um, so there's a, a few of us in the NAN repo, that we did this, we've done this a couple of times before, we go around the ecosystem looking for the most prominent add-ons, we already know what they are, and we will be putting pull requests into them. Um, like this, there's going to be like a week where we're going and updating everything, and um, and and we'll, part of that messaging will be you should take this because this is going to give you version four compatibility. I just had maybe the best, maybe the worst idea ever, which is that um, every release, <laughs> every Semver release of IOJS three, we could just call a Node.js four point alpha and, <laughs> and keep increasing the number. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I mean, it it starts to to message that we're we're heading in that direction, right? Um, and, and likewise, when 4.0 comes out, the premise is that anything that's in IOJS 
three is going to just continue to work. Nothing's going to break when we go to four. Yeah, and it, and it gets more people using it as well if we, if we also say that it's a Node.js alpha. And, and if under the hood the branding still says IOGS, nobody gives a shit. Well, we could, we, we could, actually, we could actually do this in, in an automated way, which is we could add something to build system or maybe in a step somewhere that takes... Whenever we cut an IOGS release off three, um, it just runs, you know, stead and changes all of the no, uh, IOGS to Node, you know, in, in, a, in a careful way, obviously, because it's not that easy. Um, and push out an alpha with the same code to the Node.js.org website. So we could automate it. I mean, I, I actually kind of like the idea that there's one binary, though, and we're calling it IOJS 3.something and Node.js 4.0 alpha, whatever. Yep. It's well, <laughs> so literally the same thing. That comes down to messaging, and that's what we need to tackle, and I'm trusting that that's going to be in someone else's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I don't want to think about messaging. I've got too much. Okay. All right. Cool. So, um, okay. So, 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 okay. Back, backing up to the original discussion. Um, there was a question. There was a question in chat here that uh, Trevor wanted answered, but he had to go. I uh, just wanted us to clarify that we're only going to be landing stable V8s in our master. Does everyone agree with that? Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I and, think that's yeah. Um and do we do we imagine um having the same pressure to do it every six weeks that we've had till now? That master will be having new V eight every six weeks. I yes. In, in master? In, in yeah. master? In master. Yeah. yeah. I mean well it, it depends, right? So so like we, we just had this big major bump, right? But then we knew that something else was coming down the pipe. So, um, like, if, if I think that we are going to take them every six weeks in the beginning, and then towards the end, if there's other major changes, what we may do is, like, try to stabilize Master to get it to the new stable before we take it. But I think that that's, like, a, a kind of case-by-case basis. Yeah. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't bake it into a policy that we will be pushing every six weeks. We need to be... Need, and I mean, and this this takes messaging as well because there's a there's a portion of the community that just can't wait for the latest stuff, and they're always pushing and pushing and pushing, mm-hmm. saying, "You need to get next out because it's got fat arrows and because it's got this and whatever." Uh, we need to be able to say, "Well, no, that's not necessarily the case. We don't necessarily have to take the newest thing right now." So that that's that's true, but I think that if you think about it in a six month cycle, right? Like they're going to be really stoked about all the early releases, and we're going to be taking it often. And then towards the end, when we're stabilizing, that same community is saying, "Hey, why isn't this in the state current release yet? Why can't my boss use this?" <laughs> um, so we're getting we'll, we'll get from that community a kind of reverse pressure to get out what's there into a stable release. So I think that'll work itself out. So the thing is, I think we should usually aim to like to pull them in as as soon as possible, just at the end. Um, we should have it so when we're going to release a stable that we release that we delay on updating that particular merging in sorry that particular V8 if it's um, if that's if the cycle for it just started so if it was like less than yeah. halfway through that cycle or whatever V8 cycle so we have like at least a couple weeks buffer that you know we have to work with or whatever so somewhere there, so that one might get delayed a bit, just because we need some amount of time to make sure we don't screw over everything by just having merged a new version of V8, which we'll we'll probably know anyway, because we'll probably have some sort of you know testing branch still set up on this, or someone will. They'll be like you know master plus next V8 plus or whatever. Plus. So 
That's the plus one. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And and also, I, I think I, I don't think anywhere we've actually said um, that we're going to be strict about uh, release time. Like we haven't said that six month releases on will be exactly six months. So, and even the LTS stuff we've said October, we haven't given um, dates. Yeah. Um, so so uh, and as we come up to these things, we can say this will be the date but we don't have to pre-commit to being exactly on time. I think we just need to put a tilde in front of whatever number that we use, right? So six-ish months, whatever seems to make sense right yeah. now. Also, like, if V8 stops breaking their ABI all the time, we may start taking these more often in, in stable releases anyway, right? So if that ever happens sometime in the future. Uh, okay, anyway, I think we're good. I think we're ready to move forward. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Rod, could you, um, could we, go, when we go off air, could you stay on for a minute? I got to talk to you about some stuff for the board meeting. Sure. Um, and I've just, I've asked for that um, for a CC version of that chart. Um, that's that's happening. We'll get we'll get that out so that it's not copyrighted. Cool. All right. Um, I was attempting to take notes. I missed some. Is someone have a little more detailed notes that they can send out? No, but this is recorded if you really want to watch it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, James, you're really good at writing these 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 plans and policies up. Would you mind? Yeah, that's what I, was, what I was thinking about. I was just going to go back and um, uh, make sure I hadn't missed anything. So uh, give me uh, probably until Tuesday next week, and then I will write everything up. Great. Okay. okay any more discussion points before we close out? Yeah, just uh, if you would, once you have this online, uh, recorded, if you have the URL, just send it to me so I don't lose track. It's, of it. it's in the YouTube. There's a YouTube link in the original post. Take a look. Okay. I'm good. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you. Later on. Constructive action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>